Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. In episode 47, we talked about attending the 2018 Georgetown Swap Meet, just outside of Austin, Texas. While there, we had a chance to talk with both showrunners and attendees of the Swap Meet. So let's take a listen to what they had to say about this long-running event. Okay, I'm here with Bob Pernick. He's the vice president of the Georgetown Era Modelers Club. And uh, Bob, uh, how long have you been uh, with the club? 20 years. Wow, 20 years. And how long has the Georgetown Era Modelers been hosting this particular swap meet? Uh, 21 years. First year at this location. Okay, so you came in a year after they started. Right. I've been doing it for the last 18 years. Oh, wow. And um, so what has it been like to host an event like this? It seems pretty big and pretty some, some logistics involved. Can you tell us a bit about running the, uh, this event? Well, at first it was... Uh, there's a lot of work involved regarding uh, uh, getting the room rented and uh, putting out notices for the event, uh, sending out emails to people so they know the event is uh, going to take place. And basically, there, we've got a lot of club members who do all the work. I mean, I, I just kind of do a little coordinating, but uh, we have uh, about 20 club members that really do the work that run the event. About how big is your club? Right now we have about 94, 93 or 94 members. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty moderate-sized club, and that's a pretty good participation, I think, for such a moderate-sized club. Oh, yes. We have, we have uh, uh, most of our members uh, are active flyers or builders. We do have a, a handful of members who are, uh, you know, newbies and just getting started, so... But most of the uh, members in the club now are active modelers. Uh, why did you choose this particular place to have the event? The size of the room is uh, perfect for our needs, and um, it's very uh, the location. Uh, we've been in this room now. Before it was remodeled, 20-some uh, years ago, it was a lot smaller space. They remodeled this room. So uh, d during the remodeling, we had our event for two years at the Georgetown Airport. So for those two years, we were not in this room, but uh, we had the first event here at the uh, community center. And uh, we've have every, if the room is available, because we have to reserve it a year ahead of time, uh, and I've already got it reserved for next year, so. Yeah, start early. Uh, do you have any idea of the average attendance to this event? Uh, yeah, it's probably, uh, I know there's a, about 50 vendors that uh, show up. They get multiple. We have about a 90, 97 tables that are uh, rented out for $10. And um, then we have, uh, so of those 97 tables, that probably represents 50, around 50 vendors because they'll use two or three or some will use more tables than others. The uh, uh, attendance, as far as people coming to the event just to, to look and buy, you know, used equipment. This is all used stuff. There's nothing new here, but we probably have a couple hundred people come in uh, as potential purchasers. But they may or may not buy anything. If they, 
if they don't see anything they like, they're not going to buy it. So That's a hard thing because I was here five minutes. I already bought something. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a lot of, there's a lot of horse trading goes on here, too. There's a, you know, some guy will have something that the other guy wants, so they just, they just trade, trade uh, items. Well, based on those numbers, it sounds like this is a really good fundraiser for your club. Uh, yes, we, we do make some money on it, and we give 10% of our proceeds to the local charity. Uh, we support the uh, Caring Place in Georgetown, which is uh, the, a local charity, and we've adopted them as our as a charity of choice for any events that we do hold. We always give them 10% of our net profit. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, well, uh, thanks a lot for your time, and I appreciate you sitting down to talk with us. And uh, any last word for the uh, listeners? Well, uh, it was my pleasure, and uh, yes, uh, if you don't have anything to do, start flying model airplanes. It's a lot of fun. Uh, how would somebody uh, get in contact with your club? Uh, we have a website to go to uh, gamma, G-A-M-A-R-C dot org. That's our club website, and there's a list of uh, members on the website, uh, list, a list of officers on the website, and you can contact any of the officers. And we do have free flying lessons for anyone that wants to learn how to fly. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Okay, I'm here with Randy Larson, if that name sounds familiar. He's been on the show before talking about his B-17 called Fuddy Duddy. And I understand, uh, Randy, you've been to this event quite a few times. I have. Uh, this I'm, I may be off a little bit on the years. I want to say maybe seven, eight years, maybe closer to ten that I've been coming to this event. And it's, it's nice. It's one of the biggest uh, swap meets actually in Texas. And good assortment of airplanes, great stuff. Anything you want, it's here. It's an awesome event. That's quite a run. What keeps you coming back for each event? You know, uh, it's kind of funny. One of the first clubs I was a member of when I started flying was the Georgetown Air Modelers. And I used to live out in Cedar Park, so I was always a member of this club and would come to the events and help them with stuff. So it just kind of carried over. And, man, I, this is fantastic. You know, got to keep my, gotta keep my, my, my wallet in my pocket because it, it's, oh, there's so many things I'd love to go home with here. It's, it's just awesome. It's a, it's a used... Use paradise, yes. Yeah, it, it's very tempting. I've already seen a couple other things that are tempting. i got to see if I really, really need it. Uh, so, um, you know, coming from Houston, it's a big city. It's funny how Austin area is a much smaller city, but it has this really nice swap meet, nicer than the ones I've seen in the Houston area. Absolutely. You know, th this one, I don't think Georgetown ever thought it was going to get as large as it does uh, nowadays. They uh, started out, it wasn't very big, and it just every year got bigger and bigger and bigger to where, you know, you see everybody spilling out in the parking lot now at this one. And <clears throat> it's it's just, this is one of, this one is really nice. The Tri-City Flyers, also down by San Antonio, is a fantastic event to go to, the, the swap meet there. Between those two, those are about the two biggest swap meets I've ever been to, so pretty pretty fantastic wow so have you uh gotten anything yet today i have i actually i got something kind of neat a guy walked in with an etched glass now i know it's not an airplane but it's the very first one that they're going to do for the bomber field 30th anniversary they're having this year and i bought the first one from him but i got my eye on three airplanes and i'm kind of working with the guys that have them here to see if i can finagle some deals here and go home with some airplanes today you <laughs> betcha Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Well, all right, Randy, thanks a lot. appreciate you taking the time, and I guess we'll probably see you at the bomber field later this year. Absolutely. Thank you, guys, and you are doing a great job, man. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep getting the word out. Okay, checks in the mail. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Take care. 
Okay, we're here with Richard Ng, an old buddy of mine from when I used to live back up in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, Richard, how long have you been coming to the show? Uh, probably been coming to this one probably since '03. Uh, I, I moved up into the North Texas area in '03, and then I've been going to this this kind of event and others in the area uh, since then. You know, so you know, getting getting on quite a while. You have a table this year. Is that something you normally do, or is this the first year you had an actual table to sell stuff? Uh, I generally buy tables, you know, because, well, it's like everybody else here. you got stuff that you just don't, don't need anymore or you want to sell or turn into other airplanes, you know, and uh, sometimes things that are just sitting around you know you're never going to build, you bring them to the shows to get rid of them and turn them into airplanes that you think you're actually going to do something with. Yeah, sure. It's finding good homes for them and that kind of stuff. Uh, you, since you've been here for what, like 15 years or more, what keeps you coming back? Because uh, there's always new airplanes to see. You know, if, if one one airplane's good, you know, two or three more is a lot better. <laughs> uh, no comment on that one. <laughs> um, so, what, what did your wife say about that? <laughs> Uh, fortunately, my wife doesn't say much. She actually likes to have airplanes. She likes it better than me sitting in front of the computer playing video okay, games. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you able to sell much this year? Uh, I sold a few things. Yeah, and I, I found a few things. That, but the thing is, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not hung up on bringing home less airplanes. I usually bring home more airplanes than I came with. <laughs> so you come here to sell. And you end up with a net gain of aircraft. Mm-hmm. Well, like I say more airplanes is better. He who dies with the most airplanes wins? No, not necessarily, but uh, he, he who has the most airplanes to play with. Uh, have you picked up anything this year? Um, yeah, several. I picked up, actually picked up some uh, early Cox control liners that had stamped aluminum wings. I've got, got, got those. That was the first thing I bought when I came in here. Did you even know they made ones with aluminum wings? I, I'd seen, well, I'd seen pictures of them in the magazines, but I'd never seen them in the flesh. And this guy had a box of them, and I said, I, I want that, you know. That's got to be a collector's item. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah I saw a control line autogyro with a old, very old 049 engine in. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a friend of mine uh, uh, from Austin, and he, he built that. He started it 30 years ago. It's, a, it's actually a scientific uh, uh, kit that had a carb balsa fuselage and wing, and he, he started 30 years ago, and he just now got it finished. Yeah, a beautiful job was done on it. We're going to post some pictures of it because it was just so fantastic. And I guess that's one of the great things of coming here, seeing all the really neat stuff you never expect to see at a show. Well, swap meets are also a social event. There, there were for a number of years. Well, I've actually made it. Well, in fact, that that friend of mine, I met him through coming to the swap meets. You know, we had tables next to each other. And we got to talking, and and now we you know we go to flying meets together. A lot a lot of people here. You know, uh, I only saw or met at you know the swap meets. That's a good point. Not only just to buy and sell, but the camaraderie and the people that you meet. All right. Well, Richard, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk with us. And uh, any last thoughts? Uh, no, it's just, you know, looking forward to the next swap meet that comes up. So am I. I think I'll be back next year. All right. Thanks a lot. Well, that concludes our exclusive interviews at the Georgetown Swap Meet. And thank you for listening. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts. Where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.